Hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threats Podcast, number 125. I'm here with Miss. You just want, want to go by Lauren Simone, right? Yeah, that's fine. Lauren Simone. It's me. <laughs> yes, Lauren Simone from Charlotte. You don't live on the east side anymore, right? No, I live like... You got to go into detail yeah. exactly Down the way, is. but still, still more. In a privileged side, side, yeah. Yeah, north side more now. Yeah, north side. Yeah, because like, this is a very privileged type of home you're staying in now. Like, I saw, like, <laughs> like, I'm thinking, like, I'm visiting my cousins or something like that. It's just, like, yeah, it's not co- privilege. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm not used to the big old houses. I'm like, dang. Like, okay, <laughs> well, Rick Ross. All right, that's nice. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, for anybody in the background, we actually met back um in J.M. Robinson. We had the same bus, correct? Yep. That was, I can't even remember what year, like. It was, yeah. I think it was 2011. 2011? It was 2010 to 2011. I yeah, think. you're yeah. right. 2010 to 2011. Yep. Yeah, because I came to JMR in 2009, and 2009 to 2010, and then 2010 to 2011. Yeah, and, so 2010. Yeah, yeah, 2010. Yeah, something like that for <laughs> yeah. sure. Sure. And everything. And you you weren't fucking with the school? Absolutely not. <laughs> me neither. I mean, it was cool for me for the first two years and then the third year when they cut off busing. It was just I think a lot of the kids started getting a little bit too big headed. I think they started realizing they have privilege and that's when yes. I'm like that's when yes. that's when shit was fucked up for yes. me. Um, yeah. It was definitely after like the first 30 days there, it was like, hell no, get me out of here. I don't know why. Black parents think sending their kids to predominantly white school is going to be a better opportunity. Like, no, put me with my people. That's it. No, no, seriously, man. I'm not even I'm not even on that whole like, oh, prejudice. It's just like, bro, like the trauma I had to face over there, bro. Like, seriously, I remember this one time. You remember Antonio Jackson, right? Kind of short, like. Can't say I do. Can't, Can't say, say I don't. It's all right. Anyway, he was like dating some Arabian girl or something like that. And then this one white, like, fat girl called her, like, a terrorist or something like that. And uh, she responded and calling her a fat country hobo. And we was laughing hella hard <laughs> and everything. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, and they didn't even get on the white girl. They got on us for laughing. Yeah. Because it's all like, it was like, weird. That's because they don't see no fault in the shit them people be saying, but. That's what they be doing. They yeah. were doing all types of fucked up mm-hmm. shit. And they just, just like, get excused and they look at us like we wrong because we from across town and da 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 da. But they some hoes. No, seriously. It was always some BS. Like, I swear, man. It's just sometimes they put me in the same, these weird ISS groups and I didn't even do nothing wrong and everything. I remember that. Like, yeah, was, they definitely was yeah. like, you could tell real prejudice like they tried to pick us out about anything and it's like they knew the kids who was the black kids from Ballantyne and the black kids from across town so like it was still a divide and it was still like it was still weird like yeah yeah I and just it, and it was worse if your parents weren't messing with you either bro because I, during the time bro I, cause me and my mom were kind of beefing during that stage of my life so it was just like so it's like so when they yeah because yeah, it's like every time they say like I did something bad it was like it was like she automatically believed them didn't even yeah. so it's like why are you doing yes, this in school I know not yeah because you just it's like oh you going out to this school and you got this good opportunity and you just fucking up and it's like really this should have setting me back not helping me forward but yeah right. they didn't give a shit they kind of cared but they didn't really they know how to care they like, didn't yeah. care they did not care. They didn't care. They didn't like even want to like work with you, help you. Nothing. I never felt like that welcoming vibe from like none of the teachers there. Yeah, you had to really Except a black teacher. That's it. Yeah, some of the teachers were cool, but I feel like you had to really work, work, work to get your grade and everything. Like yeah. they didn't really try to help teach you to mm-hmm. learn. You had to really had to teach yourself with the information that yeah. they gave. Basically, yeah, that's I one agree. thing I noticed. Yeah. You yeah. had to work for real, and it was just like hell. No, send me back across the tracks. Fuck that. <laughs> I, I realized when you said I was in Hawthorne School area and Garinger, my mom made me think it was only Garinger. Like I could have gone to Hawthorne also, so I kind of had options, like you yeah, know, and everything. But even I got cousins that went to Garinger and went straight to college, so I didn't really understand what was the problem. Like, why would you even send me to this these predominantly white schools anyway? Right. 
and everything. They just be thinking like better opportunity. They see white people and be like, oh, you know, there's a better chance. Like you're with the white kids. Like, yeah, no, you fucking my head up. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the thing like, cause it was a super magnet score, whatever. What the fuck is it? Like magnet? I don't know what the fuck that means. But anyway, I think it was because <laughs> it was just, I think because they said like magnet school, they got better grades, but really it's like, they really just, a lot of those white kids used to pay the Indian and Asian kids to do their homework. Bro. Yeah. Like, they used to they do that all do the shit. time. In this day history, they don't never do shit. They always try to find an easy way out of something. Boo. No, no, seriously. And it was just like, it was so crazy because all those kids end up freaking growing up to commit felonies and shit like that. And drugs. No, the yeah, I mean, main ones on drugs. Main ones, multiple baby daddies, kids pissy and dirty, like, be the main ones. Or they try to group us and say, like, oh, it's the black people, y'all so ghetto, and multiple baby daddies, and welfare. White people are the highest rate on welfare. Mm-hmm. And they have the highest rate of fucking single moms. And they're dirty. Most of them, like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, let's not go on a tangent trying to shit on the whole yeah. race of people. Cause, like, there, I said some of them. Some of them. Because, like, seriously, I have a whole lot of, like, real, like, white friends, too, at the same I time. But it, it was just. I have white. So, yeah, you yeah. know, like, oh, yeah, you are I half can white. pop that shit for either way, you know. But. Right, is your mom white or? She mixed. She's mixed. Okay. Uh, and then my grandmother is just pure, pure white. So you're like a quarter, though. That's what you want to call it. I'd rather say I'm black. When people be like, oh, what you mix with? I'd be like, okay, you know, I mix with such and such. But, like, I ain't the type to be like, oh, I'm mixed. I'm a mixed girl. This is that shit. I'm black. You don't really care about the whole color or something. Yeah, I don't care about that shit. I'm light-skinned. Like, that'd be enough for people not to like me. You know, oh, she light-skinned. And they're like, bitch, I'm black. Yeah, but it'd be like that on both ends, too, to the extent. And I don't know why it's like that. Because it's like, even, like, you you hear like, from, like, really vain light-skinned niggas and everything that they yeah. They have the excuse to like I don't know why dark skin they, guys and yeah everything. I don't know I think it's on both sides I think you you can be colors on both sides because there are a lot of light skinned girls who think they're better than um like brown or darker skinned girls and there are darker skinned and brown skinned girls who don't like light skinned girls because they light skin it's just like it's weird on both sides to me. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Yeah. So it's like, all systematic. That's just kind of all I black. See we all black. We are all black. I don't care about this. You got light skinned girls. That's not even cute. People just gonna gas it because they light skin. And I mean, you have darker skinned people who may not look the best to somebody else. But like, I don't feel like it's color wise. I ain't never told a girl she ugly because her um her, her, skin. her skin color. Like, yeah, I ain't never did that. So no, that's weird. <laughs> I guess that was just something people did when they were younger and everything. The older you get, yeah. you realize like everybody just kind of like somebody. Yeah, I think like society played a big part in it. And it's like you trying to still like separate us apart and then like make us be in competition, like based off skin color. And they do go back to like back in the days because house slaves were more lighter and, and like favorite. Like, the, yeah, they were lived in the house. But they still didn't get the good just because oh they didn't have to be in the fields yeah but they had to cook and clean the house and they also had to get raped and take care of babies and bear babies for the you know so it wasn't just peaches and cream oh because they light skin so all that shit is goofy to me like so y'all still want to suffer all these years later and then like be in competition and then group us apart we're all black like i feel like in the 90s they didn't care about it as much to be honest i feel like it started I, I don't really think they care or emphasize it. They noticed there were different, but they didn't you had care. white girls, you know, partying with them. You had white girls from the hood. Like, I don't think it mattered that much in the 90s. And I think going into the 2000s, then, like, music-wise, that, that played a part. All the, you know, video girls, light skin yeah. and stuff. But, like... The rise of Beyonce, then Drake yeah, and Chris like, Brown. Y'all hyped some bullshit up. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it was some weird time. It was it was bad for guys too, to a certain extent. Yeah, because it was like a double standard at the yes. same time. But it was like a weird double standard. Like some dark skinned dudes were seen it a certain way, and some light skinned mm-hmm. dudes were seen it a certain way. It was like it was and I weird. Think like, you know? it's okay. Like 
I think like it's kind of vain and weird. Like especially it was like light skinned dudes that talk so much about like uh, dudes being like darker skin. Like why do you care about his skin color? Like yes, I mean, see, it's zesty man to me. I don't care either way. I'm not gonna say. I mean, I do have like it's nothing wrong with people having a preference. Like, but don't think you're better than someone just because, right? Like, right, it's just, that's weird. But, like, my preference is regardless, I'm dating a black man. Like, that's it. I don't, I don't care too much to date outside my race. I consider myself more black than anything. I want to date a black man. I'm not, I'm, and that's just my preference. I don't mm-hmm. knock nobody else for dating outside their race, but I want a nice, strong black man. That's it. Like, I don't care if he light skin or if he dark skin. I like both. Like, it just don't matter. As long as it's a black man, we good to go. So and Our race is so weird with with stuff like that. Because I know that you're going to say colorism and others, like even yeah. Indians and everything. Yeah. And like uh, other places like Mexico mm-hmm. and stuff of that nature. Like they see us as improving. But for us, it's like weird because it's just like, I don't know. Because even like, I don't know that dating is like another topic and everything. And like how like it might be tough for a lot of black women to like try to find a, a good black man. Because it's like, you don't know like whether they like black women either or, you know, stuff of that nature. I don't even, I think. Which is weird. I mean, you have some men who like, yeah, they do have preferences. You have some men who want to date outside their race. You have men who just like variety. They just like anything, like anything, any color, all of that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with variety. It's just how how you go about having your variety. Yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, and you got some dudes who are honestly like, nope, I only like light-skinned girls with pretty hair and big yeah. butts and, uh, like, uh, you know, stuff like that. And you have dudes who like, no, I want a chocolate woman, and that's what I like. I don't want no light-skinned girl, and it ain't nothing wrong with that. If that's your preference, that's your preference. But, like, you don't you don't have a preference for light-skinned women, and then you bash brown and dark-skinned women, yeah. or you don't have a preference for, you know, brown and darker women, and then you bash... Did I already say it like that? No, no, no. Okay. yeah, you got a preference. You got a preference for darker yeah, skin women. So don't knock the other. You know, just because it, that's not your preference. Like, just like what you like and keep it moving. Like, you don't have to be lame and, and knock other people. Like, no, that's weird. Yeah, one of the weirdest things, because this one guy I knew, like in college, like I keep in mind, I graduated from HBCU, so it's like eighty percent mm-hmm. it's black woman. Yeah. And this dude literally said with full on confidence saying that he'd rather uh, drag his uh, what was it? Who do what would he drag? He'd rather no no walk through like a field of shattered glass or something before, uh, instead of uh, dating a black woman. I'm like, why are you here? Corny. But it's just like corny. saying that she wants to get find somebody classy and all this other stuff. And it's black like, women are not trashy. I don't know why they keep stereotyping women um, as the, the black women as trashy or hood rats, ghetto, like... Hey, I'm not even going to lie. I prefer that type than, like, the bougie types. So I'm not even going to lie. Because I feel like, I don't know, they're easier to yeah. converse with because it's just, like... You I'm, can relate. Yeah. Like, you can relate better. I don't... And it, it ain't nothing wrong with... Just don't be ignorant. We yeah, can. like, you could be bougie, but as long as you're not, like, shallow and, like, yeah, ignorant, that's ugly. But, like... I ain't spoon fed, but I could sit with black women who are considered spoon fed and sorry and still relate. Like we can still have conversation. Like we can still talk and it's not weird. Like people make everything weird. Oh, you try to group people out because like, oh, I'm from the hood, but she not from the hood, so she can't relate. But like that ain't gotta be the only thing you relate on. Like that's why you gotta open your mouth and talk to people. So I don't, I don't like when they group black women. I don't, I don't care about nobody else, no, no other race. What they got going on? I love black women. So like all that, like bashing and oh, they this and they hood rats and they, mm, cut, cut it out. Don't, I don't indulge in that. That's not. Me. Yeah, man. This is weird, man. Especially with this generation, bro. Like, I feel the relationship with even with us as people, even it ain't even gotta be a romantic, but just platonic, even like as friendships and everything. It's just it's just messy out here because yeah, it's like it really, bro. I I got severe PTSD just dealing with the wrong people, bro. And it's just like, Absolutely. and it's just like, bro. I don't feel like it's spoken enough, like how like nearly like you get post traumatic stress disorder from like messing with people, like yeah, you thought was just cool, showing. 
and they yeah. switch up on you in like the worst way and do you the dirtiest and then like, your head nothing. be kind of like fucked up a little bit i'm not gonna say like i ain't gonna say fucked up because I, I don't know just my past like trauma and how i grew up and stuff like that i just like you can't like really play like on my on my brain like you yeah. can't like those scenarios will circle for a while man it's, yeah. it's hard to really let those things go because yeah. you're really trying to not have the situations happen again yeah, it's just so like you gotta constantly think about it and then it's like damn i gotta like pay attention to the to the signs like i always like say i'm not fucking with no dude that remind me of the last dude i left so it's like now like i'm on my p's and q's with everything like one wrong move, I'm on my Judge Judy shit, you gotta go. Like, you out of here because anything I feel like that's reminding me of somebody that I I left, what do I need to be with you for? Like, I don't like the weird shit. I'm matching energy. I'm on whatever they on times 10. Like, I think somebody's gone. No. I had to pause for a minute. Okay. You saying? But yeah, like, I don't know. The day, I feel like everybody just kind of be like out to. I feel like kind of use people, whether it's just like for the moment, sex, um, like just like emotional fulfillment or like physical, just status, comfort. making yeah, them look like, good and everything. Yeah, just to like bounce off. It's them. like it's it's nothing that's genuine. And I don't like that. And I think that's the most important thing when it comes to me for like dating. Like even in my marriage, like I felt like everything on my end was genuine, but like everything on his end, it was basically to get something out of me. Oh, so oh, you were married? Yeah, I'm separated. I'm about to get a divorce. Oh, dang. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, we're at the age where people are married and getting divorced now. Yeah. Damn, I'm turning 25 next year. Wow, we're really getting old. That's, That's creepy. I mean, I feel like you got to try everything once. Like, it ain't nothing I'm scared to try. Like, you got to try once and you got to like have that experience under your belt to say like, I tried it and it didn't work, but that's okay. Like, and it, it's okay. Like it didn't work. Like, and I'm not even going to say, I can say a little bit. I'm traumatized for like things that happened in my marriage and how I was treated. Um, but like, I'm not hurt. I'm not bitter. Like, I'm healed. So like any like it'll be easy right now for me to move on and like deal with somebody else because I'm healed. Like I don't carry no hurt about it. I just know that like ain't nobody finna play in my face. You not finna like I be genuine and I fuck with you hard, but like you fucking with me softly, shit, like halfway. You not even yeah, no, I'm not doing that. So it's just like again, if you making me feel like how I felt in my marriage, then I don't need to deal with you because I left that for a reason. So why would I do the situation all over again? That's stupid. Like, yeah, man, that's tough, man. That damn, this sucks. That you had to go through that and everything. Like getting married at such an early age and then getting divorced at an early age. Yeah, I know that's a process and everything. I know it's expensive as shit to get a divorce, ain't it? It's it's not really expensive. It's just like the requirements in North Carolina is different. Like you have to separate for a full year, and then you can file for it. But like, I'm moving back to Illinois, so. All I got to do is be separated for six months and then file there and then they'll grant me my divorce. But like, I'm not tripping about it either. I wouldn't care if I had to wait a year or six months. Like either way, it's no like coming back. We just like crossed that that line. We then broke that bridge. But like, we're still cool. That's the thing about me. I'm not like bitter. I'm not going to hold a grudge. Like, I don't do that. You you gotta be the loser i don't so you know like i still like be cool like i still call my ex like hey you took your medicine today like because i don't care it's just that now we got a whole different like type of relationship and the thing with people i don't know that's why i feel like i had to build up like i had to like heal and build myself like even like from past events my childhood stuff like that so then like in my marriage when i felt like okay like you traumatizing me all over again i worked so hard to get to a place where i was like to build and be better now you keep trying to break me down you keep trying to go out your way to hurt me you keep trying to find ways to like make me feel bad about myself like not feeling good about life and it's just like okay well like you know something gotta give like 
something is just not working. It's like, okay, we could keep forcing it. We could keep forcing it. We could keep trying, but it's just not working. And if we ain't happy, then what's the point? Like, I don't give a fuck to uphold an image. Like, oh, like, you know, when shit was good, it was good sometimes, but I do feel like the bad outweighed the good. And it was just like, if it's bringing me more pain than happiness, then I'm just going to hit and release that. Like, there's no sense of forcing. It's like, you... I mean, it's hard because, like, you, when you're genuine and then, like, you really love somebody, you do everything out of love, and then you overlook a lot of the red flags. Especially, yeah. like, when I first met him, I was already, like, going through a situation and stuff, and I, I was healing from that. So it was more like convenience and comfort, and then it just, like, dragged out. And then, like, it pursued, and then, like, shit was good, and then it just started getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And then it's like, once you have kids added into the equation, yeah. it's time to go ahead and just wrap it up because not only, like, is it affecting me, it's going to affect my kids if they mom not good, and even if they dad not good. So it's just yeah. better to go your separate, you know, separate ways. Like, don't keep forcing nothing. It's just like life is too short to be unhappy. Who yeah. wants to just live and be unhappy? So, no, I'm not. That's very mature of you for sure. Because there'd be some people that really be like on some real bullshit. Like I know I'm a child that had to live through like a a lot of like a like a really fucked up marriage that led to a divorce and a separation yeah. and everything. And so I'm telling you, bro. Like you know, there's nothing more like important than like really focusing on your own like self, like emotionally and mentally. Yes. Before going to another relationship or just in general, whatever you do in life and everything, yeah. because it's just like you could really overstep and like really fall off into like some real nonsensical bullshit in general mm -hmm. and then it's like and then your kids end up like really i don't want to say like re resenting you all the time but it really messes up your, yeah. your relationship yes. with your kids mm -hmm. you always got to put the kids first for sure like you mm -hmm. know i feel like a lot of my parents didn't put me and my brother first when they were going through a lot of their situation yeah and I mean, that's what led me in the situation with me going to predominantly white institutions because she mm -hmm. thought that that was what being a parent was, I was yeah like, my, my yeah. mom's had custody over me and my brother so it was just like you know so it was just her way of the highway type right. shit she wasn't the type to be collaborative or communicative or anything it was just like you know even when i was having my issues at school like yo i don't want to go with these kids and everything yeah. i'm not doing well in this place this is not a good place yeah to the point where like she would just keep invalidating it to the point where it's oh, like i relate to that a lot yeah like, and it took it took for me to get older to just realize like no no parent is going to be perfect and so our i like i see when now like that i'm older i'm a mom me and my mom have a really 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 like extremely great relationship like there is nothing in this world that i don't tell her like nothing i could sneeze and i'm like mom i sneezed like you know so like i just think about the the things my mom went through as a child, her upbringing, you know, things she went through in her marriage, having kids. You, I just like consider all of that now that I'm older. So it's like, it, it's, it's easy for me to forgive my mom for things, you know, that happened. Um, and like, uh, how she chose to parent because, mm -hmm. you know, got to consider her own experiences. So just me personally, it's, it's easy to like not be mad at her, to not hold a grudge and to be more understanding. I think that's the thing about me. I'm very understanding, like extremely understanding because like I done been through so much. So it's just like, how can you not, you know, be understanding and relate and like be considerate to other people instead of just being like so judgy and like confrontational and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I think, I think like you just got to like really expand your mind and just consider the fact like nobody's going to be perfect um, and your parents weren't perfect. The, your grandparents weren't perfect. You're not going to be the perfect parent, but you just want to understand stuff differently so that you know how to like maneuver with your kids and how you want to raise them and like what morals and principles and values you want to instill to your own kids. So. 
Yeah, man. No, that's 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 a good way to look at it, man, for sure, man. Cause like really that generational trauma is really a oh, tough yeah. work to being like the one to try to break it. Like my yeah. family's African, so it's just like <laughs> not trying to say they're uneducated when it comes to stuff like that, but it's like things like mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. They don't believe in that. They don't yeah. even see the like what what's really like what's healthy, what's not right mentally. They just think it's like an evil spirit or something like that. Mm-hmm. When it's really just it's really like chemical imbalances in your head. Oh, and yeah, how you react to things. Like yeah. some people are very angry and so mm-hmm. very quick to to react and kind of overly emotional and they don't yeah. think things through stuff. I feel like, you know, well, my mom's, and I don't try to say that she's bipolar or nothing, but she does have like um, um, tendencies to come across as bipolar mixing with a little bit of narcissism she here might, and there. You know, and that's yeah. not me trying to point the finger and judge. Right. It's just how I see it and everything. Yeah. And it's, I try to work on it too, but it's like that lead, that kind of led me to be um, a little bit more over analytical of a whole yeah. lot of things before mm-hmm. I do things, which is helpful at times. But then it's like at times though, I feel like in my case, I feel like there's sometimes where I feel like I need to like be more assertive too and yeah. everything. Like I'd be way too overly analytical because I try to uh, not put myself in a position where I end up like my mom's or my dad or my uncle where it's like they end up getting the record because of how they reacted and, yeah. and that's sick. Like, no, they don't gotta yeah. do that. And I don't think yeah. there's nothing wrong with like over analyzing and I, th- I think I'm the same way. I do that a lot. Like, I am a thinker before I act. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, there are times. No, I mean, it's been a while before I just. No, I'm not going to say that. Let me backtrack. <clears throat> I am a thinker before I act. Um, There may be times where I may kind of act off emotion and impulse. Like, but you got to have me, like, really fucked up. Like, you got to really be, like fucking with me and like before like I had kids I would be like zero to a hundred boom like one second I'm at a hundred like it's go time but like I had kids and then I just start like like damn I got shit to lose so like it makes you like calm down it make you think before you act so like I'm really calm like I may talk aggressive and like people may see me on social media and be like this bitch is crazy but like I'm really calm like I yeah. think, you know, I think before I act, um, I can't really say like, oh, I think before I speak, I'm not ignorant, but like, if it's something on my mind and it's, I feel like it's something I got to say, I'm going to say it like, but like, I don't just like be coming out crazy. And I think like mental health plays a part in that. That's where it comes in at because you got to remember mental health can be passed down. It's genetic. It can be passed down. So I come from a long line, especially on my white side of mental illness, bipolar, anxiety, depression, like that runs down us. And then on top of that, my whole family is women, like mainly women. So, you know, it's going to hit 10 times harder. It's already the hormones, all of that. So like, I feel like it take a lot, like you got to heal, you got to like be considerate and you got to like, like find you basically and, and make you happy. And then you have to like maneuver through that, like that. Like be more self-reflective. Yeah. More self Instead of always like, Oh, I did this because like such and such did this to me. Or I said this because such and such said this to me. Like I'm more so, Oh no, I did this because that's what I wanted to do. Or I said this because that's what I wanted to say. Like I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was saying. Like, can't nobody else like, I say like, you can't really get me out of character. Like, I mean, yeah, which is tough because it's like, you know, especially for dudes and everything, because anybody who really like even disrespects even the slight, especially if you're a black man and everything, like it's all, they'll probably always hold that over your head and everything. Yes. Like for like, oh, remember this all and you didn't do this or this. Mm-hmm. And it's just, just to take you out of character and everything. And like, you know, it's just, it's really, you really, I know the boondocks pretty much explain the whole nigga moment situation yeah. pretty, pretty extensively, but that's like real life stuff. It's just like real. Really, it's really just every day it's like really just not every day it's just every day you're around ignorant people it's really just a question of like should, is this even worth yeah. like my energy should i even give this stuff energy does this person gonna matter in six yeah. five years from now yeah and like you really just kind of move off from there because like life kind of deals with a lot of these people over time like over time mm-hmm. when you think about it yeah and if not and they're doing well then that's okay too like you just right. gotta learn to be happy with yourself but do well over there like because it's like you yeah, you did me wrong or you did something bogus to me, but you doing well and I fucks with that, but do that over there. 
you can't be around me. And I, I feel like um, when it comes to black men, I feel like they like, I don't know. So my mom always tell me like, you have three strikes against you already. Mm-hmm. You're a man, mm-hmm. you're a black man, yeah. you're a black man in America. Yeah. So you gotta like, you gotta, you gotta like be different. Honestly, like you gotta, I feel like black men, I feel like they, they set back a lot. Like, yeah. and I feel like uh, generational curses, generational trauma, um, all of that, you know, plays a big part in like the upbringing of black men and how black men turn out and how black men turn to the streets and how black men turn to killers and rapists and da, 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 da. But I feel like people do, um, I feel like black men and not just black men, but I'm just speaking on, you know, that they do a lot of bogus shit and then like, um, you find excuses, like try to justify it instead of just saying, you know, I did it cause that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's always because, because the white men used to beat my great, great, great grandparents, you know, it's yeah. stuff like it's that. Like, like, it's like a lack of accountability. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, you know, and then when you yeah. hold a man accountable, they can't stand it. They can't stand to be held accountable because nobody calling them on their shit. And then if you call them on their shit, then they have to self-reflect and like, you know. Depends on the upbringing though. It yeah, depends on the upbringing. upbringing. Like I know yeah. for a fact, I, I, I have to take accountability. I'll be taking accountability yeah. for stuff that's not even like my control. Like I ain't got, yeah. I, I ain't control your emotions. I'm not control how you feel about right. yourself. You to react yeah, like but that. I'm, I'm still like, I'm not ignorant. Like if I, if somebody comes to me and say like, well, I felt away when you said this or I felt away when you did this or you did this to me and it made me feel like this and I don't like how you said that and that. okay you know I apologize like I don't ha- I don't have no problem taking accountability and apologizing like especially if I really fuck with you like I, I I'm so like family friend oriented like if I fuck with you hard like we locked in like it's I'm going to be real considerate about you. And I don't want to never hurt like nobody I love and care about. So like, if you come to me, I'm not going to say, well, like, oh, but uh, you know, I only said that because you, you, you said this one time and it hurt my feelings like six years ago. You know, that's how people do. And I don't like that. Like if you come to me and let me know that I did something you didn't like, or said something you didn't like, I'm a, I'm a be accountable and I'm a, apologize for it and then I'ma you know see do you want to move forward from that you know it won't happen again like but I'm I'm so like accountability is a double-edged sword on that one because you got to take accountability to communicate what your issues are too like communication is and and people don't do that and that's what pisses me off a lot because I'm like damn like if my thing is I'm not coaching nobody how to how to fuck with me. No, no man, no friend, no family, like none of that. I'm not telling you like how you supposed to match, match up with me. Like you supposed to see what type of person I am to you. And I'm a good person to you. And you supposed to match that. I'm not finna tell you like, Oh, you did this and don't do this. Like I'm not doing it. So um, if you don't like, if you're not giving me like what I need in you and that's what I'm giving you, then I'm gonna just like separate from you because it's just like dead weight it's not getting nowhere and now you pissing me the fuck off like yeah, it's just like trying to take me out of character for what yes, and everything yeah it's just like there's no better piece than really taking control of like who you hang around with because yes. like, we're not in high school or middle school gone. no more you're not forced to be in classes with nobody you're mm-hmm. not forced to be around nobody yep. that you don't want to anymore. like yeah that's my world i i dictate and choose who gonna be around me who gonna like be able to sit with me talk to me, have a conversation, deal with me. Like I choose all of that. This, this is my life. Like this is my world. And you got your life, you got your world and you can choose whatever go on. And I respect that. So like, I feel like I just like, I, that's where that accountability and consideration come in because I'd be having to think like, not everybody like me, you know, they not going to like see everything from my point of view and have my views and like stand on the principles I stand on and stuff like that. So I just be like, I, right, you know, I'm me, they them. And that's just what it is. So yeah, no, it's tough to really, especially like to really just come to that realization that some people are just not going to fuck with you for whatever reason. And like, really, it ain't, ain't got to be because of like what you did to you 
anybody or anything, but just what somebody might have even said to them, yeah. even bothered you. It's really, really does suck because like, especially in Charlotte and in this generation, we have all the devices, all the ways to communicate with each other, but we don't try to communicate with nothing and no. everything. And no. a lot of the people's issues don't even be with you. It's with, it be with themselves and everything. It be with themselves. like, And that's the one thing, like, it, it be a lot of, like, jealousy going on. I feel like for men, like, I'm okay. I'm just speaking like based like me, me. I feel like for men and women, it'd be a lot of jealousy. Like they don't like your personality. They don't like, you know, how you move or how people deal with you and how, how much people love you. Like it'd be the stupidest, simplest shit that to make a motherfucker like not like you or like be weird to you. And it's like, that's really your issue. And it don't make sense, but like, that's on you. You got to work on that because like, I'm working on me. I'm good on me. So like, it's just like, I just hate, I hate the, the fact that like the top toxicness is, is normalized so much like it's everybody think it's so cute to be toxic and oh i want a situation and i want to like it's just like everybody's goal is to be a weirdo i don't i don't get that i don't get it either no seriously like because that's what's weird about this generation we don't like uh to like we like to push things like self-help and self-care and everything, but yeah. we don't reflect it in all everything else we do. It'll right. be like one post and that'd be it. It'd be like talking about it. Oh, I'm going to come with a hundred posts for you. I got a hundred. Like, yeah, I just feel like I'm, I'm living my best life and like I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to like continue being a good person. I'm going to continue always like growing and healing and just like moving forward. It's like it's not nothing in this world that nobody can do to me like that's going to hurt me. It's, it's nothing you can do to me in life that's going to hurt me, that's going to like set me back like. It's, it's just not nothing somebody can do to me. I done just been through, like, literally just about every traumatic thing you can think of, like, starting from a child up until a few months ago. Like, so it's just like, it's not nothing you can do to me. I know how to, like, like detach quick. Like, like physically, I'm there, but mentally, I'm not there. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I know how to, like be like healing my way out of a situation like mainly with my marriage like before I even left I was doing the healing and I just knew like as time went on like I gotta go like just like leading back I I knew I needed to heal like before I got my surgery Mm -hmm. I knew I needed to heal because I will always see things like just because you fix the outside don't mean like the inside is fixed like I could change the outside but I might I might not still feel good. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, all right, it's time. Like, I didn't have a baby. You know, I didn't have another daughter. I have two daughters at this point. So it's like, let me start getting my mind right because I feel like I had my kids, but, like, the relationship was still, like, toxic. So it's just like I have daughters let let me get it right like let, you know I don't want to project like none of my traumas on, onto my daughters so it's like let me heal let me start getting my mind together like cleansing detox and like just like being a better so I could be a better person a better woman a better mom and I just started like healing healing I'm telling you like oh my god it just felt so good to just like finally open like speak and just say things that I like would never say um tell things that happened to me that I would never tell and so I just start healing and then it just started like expanding my mind I started like realizing what I like and what I don't like what I want like in a relationship what I want in life what I don't want so it was just like a whole like new process and that's when it's just like ew I'm older that toxic shit is weird, weird. you could keep that that you projecting your traumas onto me. I didn't do it. So that's on you. You know, you got to keep that over there. Like it just be a whole lot. It'd be a roller coaster. But I feel like once you start taking the steps, like life just gets so much easier. Like it's so much better. And I, I feel like that's when you start opening your eyes. And then at that point you can like leave. Like that's, that was me and my marriage. It was just like, yeah, I'm done. I just literally like woke up one day like, yeah, I'm just done. I'm not even about to force it. I try, I try, I try, I beg, I try, I try, I try, I try, I try. It's just not working. It ain't nothing wrong with that. We just going to leave it 
where it's at and then move forward and like we're gonna take care of these kids and that's just that that's good that's good yeah she took the instead of making it come out like in a huge fight and stuff like that people getting arrested the guy yeah, or something they record that's, that's too thing. much like with him he wanted that type of time and like throughout the the mirrors like you want me to get out of character you want to fight you want to argue you want to do all of that and that's just not my swag like as I'm older, it's just like, that's so draining. That's so corny. That's like, honestly, I say that and I don't wish that for anybody, but I'd be like, that's for kids. That's for like little high school kids to think that shit is cute. But I'm a grown ass lady. I have kids. Like, that's not cute to me. So it's just like, I feel like you purposely antagonizing me to get a reaction out of me to paint this picture like me. And I'm just not going for it. Like, I will just sit there and look at you like, okay, you done. Yeah, man. I mean, that's just so crazy, though. Like, I don't know what's like the dynamic between black men and black women. That's like it's just shift Jealousy. after. Yeah, and it's sad because it's like, why is it like that? We shouldn't be jealous of nobody. I wouldn't be jealous of my wife or my woman or my right. trying to fight because it's just like you know, as like yeah. a man, I got my mom's. Like, even though me and my mom's like, bunt heads and everything, we we argue, but a lot of that is like just I don't want to put it all on her. And everything, but a lot of that is really just a matter of just overstepping boundaries and yes. not like realizing like, hey, like dude, like cut you it out. Much, and yeah. just like just really just understanding like where you was wrong in the situation. You know, like yes. it felt like, you know, I kinda gotta raise her to that degree. And then at the mm-hmm. same time raise myself to really understand what's right and what's wrong. And like that's it's it's double frustrating on that end. Yes. But it's like, you know, to really like argue with your significant other and everything, you know, do that. Like as a man, it's just an arguable woman is just that's just weird to me. Like, it's I just feel like, like it takes teamwork, like especially in marriage, it takes teamwork. And see, like in my situation, like I was the husband more so like I worked and then I'm still a mom. So you want me to go to work? I'm working 12 hour shifts. I come home, shit, you hungry, my kids hungry, you want me to cook? Mm-hmm. You want me to sleep with you? Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. Like, but I mean, it's just more so to it, and it's a lot that I'm not going to go into detail about, but it's just like, mentally, if you like fucking me up mentally, then physically, like every all those aspects are off. So it's like now, like I'm coming home and I'm aggravated instantly. Like, I don't want to be around you. And then I feel like more so like in my marriage, it was a lot of jealousy on his name. But it's like, I feel like it's a thousand ways like to get some money. And I feel like that's where part of it come in. Like nowadays, men want to be lazy and not like be the provider. Um, and so when you don't want to do that, you don't have the ambition, the self ambition, the self motivation, but your woman is going out, finding a thousand ways to get some money. You're jealous of that. You jealous of how people fuck with me. You jealous of the attention I get. You jealous of the love I get. Which is weird once again, yes. because it's like once you're a whole female, like I guess all the dudes competing, I could get that. Because right. You want to get the girl, you want to get the money, you want to get. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, but it's like, I guess your woman, though, it's just like, you know, that's like that's a it's part of you sick. at the same time. Yeah. But I guess like when it comes to even what dudes do, I guess we, we don't we. We have, um, I don't know how I can put it, you know, in a sense, like, you know, because everybody has their own perspective with everything. And so it's just like anything that kind of like, you know, like we have a sense like, okay, I'm this guy. This is what I am. This is my principles. This is where mm-hmm. I should be. And then you're not following the thing of what you think you should be. Yeah. And then there's people around you that's becoming more of what they are and you're not becoming more. That's going to make you feel some type of way. And everything. Yeah. I, how I see it is, is I feel like everybody has their own journey and everything to mm-hmm. kind of figure themselves out. Yeah. But at the same time, you shouldn't be focused. I feel like he should have been supporting you to so that even if you were yeah. doing it. Uh, yeah. But was there a reason why he couldn't find out? Do you have like something on his record? Was there mentality? Did he have anything on record? Content. No, like he just didn't want to go. Content, like, um, just just the mind frame, and that's why I said you gotta pay attention to how people was raised, who they was raised by. Um, and then I, I, I'm very considerate. I think about the experiences that people have went through. Um, you know, some life changes and life events and life tragedies like change people. But I feel like ain't none of that in this world an excuse to be a fucked up person. Mm-hmm. 
Like everybody go through stuff. It is people who have went through like so much. Um, and even myself, like I have literally been through so much from childhood, like up until, and I still don't use that as an excuse to be a fucked up person. I don't have no jealousy in me. I don't envy nobody. Like anything I want, I'm going for, I'm going to get it. So like, I just feel like people, um, they use that though. They use like life experiences and trauma as, as, as to reasons as to why they shitty. And they feel like you supposed to like accept that and continue and keep going and, and just accepting whatever they throwing at you because, Oh, I've been through this and I did it. And da, da, da. and it's just like, yeah, mm. I mean, not everybody lived a very charmed life and right. everything. Like, you know, yeah. you're black in America. It kind of comes with the package. Yeah. Like as shitty as it is, you know, it's just like, you know, whether you're in a predominantly white school, you get discriminated there. Yeah, and then Word. it's just you go to a, a, a black school or not a predominantly black school, they don't get the funding like they should. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of people fall out and yeah. go ways that they're not supposed to and everything. You probably might not be, get picked up for a job as likely as mm-hmm. like where like your white com- like uh, uh, counterparts can easily get a job because maybe they know somebody right. in the system yeah. and everything. You know, but it's like, at the same time, you still got to have some kind of goal. Like, you yeah. know, like I, I, you're a 125th episode on this podcast. I keep myself busy. Yeah. And one day I would like for it to be monetized and maybe maybe get a merchandise sales on it. Maybe one day, maybe get some video one day. But I got to build that discipline now. Yeah. And I feel like discipline plays a lot into like people's mm-hmm. success. You know, some people can get lucky. Yeah. Some people can. But at the same time, you know, you can't rely on luck forever. You right. know? That yeah. discipline really, really says the standard for you yeah I, I definitely agree when it comes to discipline especially like when you say like a lot of people say like i want more for myself i want more for myself but it's like well what are you doing to get more what are you doing to 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 make sure that you get more in life and i feel like people like living delusions and they like gas they self up in their head like it sound good in your head but you're not like making the moves you're not executing what you're supposed to do and i i feel like that's the worst part um, about people in life is like the ambition and the discipline is not there and you have like people like who are hitting 30 and like don't have shit don't want to do shit don't want to get shit like they still want to live like they 18 and it's just like life fly by like yes life is so cherishable and it's like priceless and it's it can be beautiful unless a, and a lot of fucked up shit does happen but like you still want to like live a good life. Why do you don't want to live a good life? Like, mm-hmm. I, I guess like you might be just on autopilot. Like when your brain is just set on autopilot, you just kind of take uh, life goes way faster. Yeah. Once you don't really notice like how, how much time is being wasted. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, you know, it's just, you don't really focus on yourself. You're just kind of just winging it. You know, I don't want to yeah. say like depression or whatever plays into it. Cause everybody's depressed. Yeah, I could be depressed. Yeah, everybody's depressed. And you know, it could lead to you taking a break off thing, but you, but are you making any steps to snap out it's of it? It's one thing though for you to take a break, and it's one thing for years to go by and you not do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like nothing, nothing. I think that's why, like, when it comes to me, I'm so like people say, like, oh, you want to be like a dude, you act like a dude, and I just feel like I wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think that. Thanks. <laughs> but, hood. Like, there ain't nothing wrong with hood. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like relationship wise, like I can't say like. I am, I do have a thought process of what they would consider like a man's. Like, I do. I just feel like, um. Well, if it makes you feel better, like, you know, everybody has masculine and feminine, like, energies to some degree. That's the thing. I feel like I have more masculine energy and then the men that I date have more feminine energy. Like. Or maybe you draw out their feminine energy. I, I, I think so. But I, I always try. I always try to just sit back and be a lady. And, like, that comes with, like, the maturity and growth. And as I get older, like, I want to be soft. Um, I want to be a lady. I don't want to have to feel like I have to be, like, the provider. And, like, I have to I have to be the provider. Like, I have to bust my ass and go to work and, like, still cater to a man. Why you mistreat me? You talk down on me. Yeah, that's going to make me have to, like, you know, buck up and be like, bitch. Yeah, yeah. watch it like 
Okay. Well, so, to be to be truthfully honest, like all this whole black woman being masculine, or whatever, you know, don't really pay any mind to that shit. For, yeah, I, I know there's, I know that to an extent, like it kind of comes like you know with the hand in hand as like a stereotype to a yeah. certain degree. But dude, everybody has a different like personality type. Yeah. If you're like a soft whatever, you like people will walk over you all the time. Right. Right. And it's better, it's better to be hard when you need to be hard than just be soft all the time. Right. I know females like, I know a lot of black women like, oh, I wish I could be soft. Or whatever i see yeah. like just do whatever you can we're literally on the plantation right now yeah. as we speak you yeah. gotta be as strong as you gotta be yeah and everything so it's like hey for anybody one that's like worried about their femininity femininity comes in many different forms mm-hmm. just like masculinity comes in different many different forms too yeah. it doesn't have to be just a for like the stereotypical wash dishes make yeah food. yeah no it doesn't sometimes being feminine is just being supportive being right. understanding being yes. open you know, you know, really being giving kind, people the kind, being kind hearted and also work, but also being able to really communicate and everything is mm-hmm. also like uh, elements of like being feminine also and yes. masculine. It's both hand in hand. Yes. But it's all about, you know, really channeling those energies in a positive manner. It's when it, toxicity comes from childishness. When yes. people are childish and they don't outgrow certain childish bullshit, when they're not being communicative and they're just uh, communicative. They're gossiping, mm-hmm. they're just backstabbing their friends, talking mess, not taking care of themselves, not having any goals for themselves. Yeah. You know, that's where all the toxicity comes yeah. from. Being jealous, you know, not yeah. really understanding or just focusing on yourself, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, that's why it's just like all that whole like masculine, whatever, just be you. Like, yes. If you're comfortable, yes. be you. Yes. And, but be better at the yeah. same time. And I being agree. better doesn't mean being softer. Being better is just like really just putting yourself in a better position. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You don't owe anybody anything. You don't yeah. have to cater yes. to nothing. That's all I'm saying. For other black men, that's the one thing that really irritates me too is like trying to think that that stuff is like entitled. But mm-hmm. it's not. You don't just, oh, you got to be soft and everything. You yeah. got to work into that. You got to draw that yeah. out of one. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And like, this generation is so sad because it's like you feel like it's so enti- the entitlement is just too deep. Like you can't be entitled to everything. Yeah. You got to work for everything in the whole day. Is somebody coming right now? Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, what are you saying? Um, what was he talking? What about? was I saying? Was you talking? Saying okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I was saying, it was just like, yeah, it's just the entitlement with this generation. It's just it's trash and everything. It's just like you can't be entitled to everything. Like you know, it be sex, a date. You don't even have reservations. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? I would just say at least take notes when people are making mistakes to like not make the same mistakes. So yeah. it's like you can at least learn. But it's like you know the different. I didn't really live through the '90s really to be like you know, yeah. know what the dating scene was like that out there. But I feel like people are more attentive uh, in regards, like, yeah, and self-reflective to their own BS. Yeah. And that's, that's a, I feel like that's a different maker, too. And everything is just, like, you know, when dealing with the opposite sex, too, it's like, there's going to be different. You're going to, there could be a girl that's kind of shy, quirky, whatever. Mm-hmm. Girl that are kind of sporty. Girls that are just really hood. There are girls that are just whatever, whatever. Well, really, the difference maker is like your principles, your character. That's the difference. Yeah. Like everybody's different, but it's really your principles and your character that makes all the difference, like in the world. Like yeah. so, it's just like all that. I feel like it's just it's not a matter of like being entitled. Oh, be soft, be this, be that. Just yeah. be you. Yeah, I feel like when I say like I want to be soft, I feel like I feel like it's all about like the person like you dealing with, and I feel like if I get those vibes to where like you you make that masculinity come up out of me, mm-hmm. then you're not for me uh, because you making me have to feel like I have to put a wall up. I have to handle you like a hoe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I got to move accordingly. You making me feel, I don't want to feel like that. I want somebody that I could just sit back and like be pretty, be a lady. Like I don't have to be like, so like defensive and um like da 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 and like you trying to you get what I'm saying like I just don't want to be just always just stressed out and frustrated yeah basically. like to where like yeah now I gotta like move like a dude I gotta drop you in the place you like no I wanna be soft and I wanna I wanna like experience life and enjoy things like I don't wanna just keep being a giver I wanna give and I wanna take but I want you to like you know what I'm saying? I want somebody who's accepting and giving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to meet halfway. I don't want it to be where, like, the revo- the roles are, like, just weird. And I don't, it's just. You just don't feel protected. Yeah, like, you're not making me feel secure. You're not making me feel good. You're not making me feel like uh, a good woman. Like, you, you, 
oh, you it's like you 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 taking the bitch up out of you and making the the nigga come up out of me. Like I don't like that. That's so annoying. That's why I just be like soft life, soft life, soft life. If it if it make me uncomfortable, if it make me angry, if it make me like get out of character, it, you making me like feel like I'm I'm amped up. You're not for me. Like you're not for me. I'm not I'm not feeling that energy. I don't like that. So like if I gotta second guess something or if you got my mind wandering i'm wondering the fuck off like i'm not you get what i'm saying i'm not i'm not settling for nothing i'm not settling for you to make me have feelings that i don't want to experience or or have at the moment like i'm just like good on all of that that stuff is just weird it's like go heal nigga Go heal. <laughs> All that takes accountability. And that's the one that I'd be talking about on the past episodes. Like, man, we really need more black therapists for sure to really yeah. go into your why like yeah, a lot of dudes definitely. act the way that they do yes. and everything. I go to counseling from time to time back in the day. That's when I realized a whole lot of things. Like, yeah. for instance, I didn't even realize that in a sense I was kind of raising myself until a counselor mm-hmm. actually brought that up. Like, wow, I really Maneuver raised myself and, Dolo, yeah, and everything. Right. And then it's just like, you know, but it's just like it kind of helps you be more self-reflective. Mm-hmm. You know, shadow working helps to like i don't know if you heard about shadow working have you mm-hmm. yeah you heard about shadow working yeah they got health self-help books when it comes to stuff like yeah. that you can get on amazon mm-hmm. I did and things like that i'm gonna go back to therapy i'm not even gonna lie because like i'm not saying i'm i'm perfect i definitely have my ways my flaws like shit like i definitely have my ways i i, I have i have like control issues i do like i I can admit my faults and I feel like the more that I'm aware, the more I can work on it and like, like just maneuver differently and like go through life differently and like change my ways so I can like be compatible in general with like anybody, friends, family, you know, the other sex, like uh, random female, you know, like, so it just make you like open your eyes more and it's just like, you dictate, you know, how people move with you and what kind of life you're going to have. And I just feel like at a point in life, it comes time where you really got to just one one flag that's wrong, just separate. Like, yeah. you can move around, really. I mean, it ain't got to be automatically like the first flag. Although it would, it would be candid to actually keep in mind that maybe you should, you know, you know yeah. at least this year so just a little bit. Look out for, just watch out. out you know? But it's like, you know, just learn to just co- communicate like hey, with that person and everything. Not about the red flag, but it's yeah. just, just in general. I think communication know? is yeah. the biggest key, and a lot of people yeah. don't like to communicate because, like, I hate you can, like, be expressed how you feel to somebody and they be like okay like or like not even that if they open the door for the convo to start for you to express some feelings and then it's kind of like you diminishing how I feel or it's like you really don't give a fuck no I don't want to like deal with you I don't want to talk to you because you're not giving me like the 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 communication that I'm asking for, like I like clear communication, like say what you mean and mean what you say, like be direct, be honest, like, and people don't do that. And I think that's the biggest like thing between me and other people is because one thing I ain't going to do, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to be real honest. Like sometimes I might even be too honest, but like, I'm going to be honest because that just make me feel good because shit, I'm honest. What can you like? You can't do nothing but respect. And if you don't respect that, then oh well. But like, I'm going to be me. And so I feel like if you're not honest with me and if you're not giving me like clear communication, then I'm going to have to just be like, all right, fuck you. Like, it's just what it is because you, it's like you ain't even giving me the bare minimum of what I'm asking. You're giving me the bare. And that's, that's for anybody, like, dating, just friendships, relationships, like, work relationships, all of that. Like, that's just, ooh. It's, and it's all pretty easy, man. I don't say it's easy, but it's pretty simple. It's you know simple, what I'm saying? Like, I swear it's just, like, know. just you give know. and then take and then keep it 50-50 at yes. the same time. At least try to come to a compromise where it's good for both sides, mm-hmm. even if it's not 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, because some people like 30-70. Some people like maybe 5-95. Not me, though. But it's just like... but that might work for some people. But for me, no, bitch, I need over 100%. We got to be 100 and 100. But I feel like at the same time... I don't, sometimes I don't have realistic expectations from people. I don't, because then I have to remember that not everybody is me. Not everybody moves like me. Not everybody think like me. And ain't nothing wrong with that. 
that's why I try to be like more, you know, lenient. But I'm like, shit. If, it, if the shit's unnecessary, then don't do it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's like, real. Like, yeah. It's just like, really be really for real. Cause it's like a lot of this stuff is really mad, unnecessary. When people overstep their boundaries to do the absolute most and think that shit is sweet. Like, yeah, years like later, you did like, too much, but you really ain't do enough because now I'm not fucking with you. Like, and that's just it. Once once I, I don't want to fuck with you, I don't want to fuck with you. It's no take backs. I don't rekindle shit. I'm not rekindling nothing. It's no take backs, no trades, all of that. No, ain't none of that. You shouldn't have did what you did because if you know me well enough, then you know how I am. So, I ain't no, no take backs, no trades. Yeah, no, no, real shit, man. No, for real. But but on to the BBL situation, because we've been talking about a whole lot of this. Yeah. For a but it, but whole, in regards to the process of the BBL, how would you describe uh, that process uh, like in closing for this uh, podcast? Like, the process of starting it was easy. Like, that's one thing I said. You got to start your mental healing journey because you could be bad, fine, pretty thick on the outside and still be ugly on the inside. Your brain still fucked up. So I think if you start your healing do that first, like heal through your traumas and stuff. Get ready because uh, once you get surgery, it's a roller coaster. Like it's up and down. Like it would be days I would get up and be like, I love my body. I love my body. And then be like another day. I hate it. I fucking hate it. I want more. I do want more, but I want more. What? Uh, I want another BBL. I'm going to get um, some work done to my boobs and I may get a little tummy tuck, but well, I know for sure I'm getting all of that. But, you know, spaced out. I'm still, like, doing some more healing. I just, you know, went through my separation. I'm getting ready for a divorce. So I'm still, like, maneuvering through that. But, like, I'm just doing everything that make me happy. So surgery-wise, um, I'm all for it. The healing process, I mean, the first week, because I went out the country, the first week was, like, hell. It was horrible. We got into a car accident over there. Like, they drive crazy. So, it's like, imagine your body. Imagine, like, you burn your hand. You know how it blister? Mm -hmm. But imagine your whole body under the skin is like that, like a burn. Mm -hmm. So, then, like, you getting your massages. They sucking the fluid out of you. But that shit hurt even more. It's like, because they applying pressure to a burn on the inside. Like, that shit was rough. It was rough. It was. And then, ultimately. Also, like, mentally, that played a big part in it, too. And then just being so far away from, like, my kids and stuff, it was just, like, damn. But, like, after that first week, after surgery, then I came home. I was good. Like, I was good. I've been healing fine. I love, like, my results right now. I've been living my best life. Like, I, I stay in the mirror. I stay taking pictures. I look better in my outfit, so I stay getting dressed. Like, it's just a whole different experience. And I think um, society try to play, like, downplay it and, like, say, like, oh, y'all done made, like, BBLs a thing that natural bodies not even in no more. I think natural bodies are in. I think surgery bodies are in. Um, I don't think it's nothing wrong with a natural body. I don't think it's nothing wrong with a BBL body. Just for me, I'm going to go ahead and get on that table and if you like your natural body, then that's fine. You're supposed to love that. I'm not knocking it. But when dudes criticize, it's like, okay. like It's I'm like, not. y'all are fucking losers. What do y'all like? At this point, it gives y'all like boys because you talk shit about natural bodies. You talk shit about BBL bodies. Like, so what What the fuck do y'all like? It's giving you like me, like me. Like, what the hell? I don't like that part, so. I never want to, like, disrespect any female body for how they feel about whatever and everything. Yeah. Unless she was on, like, some disrespectful shit. Like, I don't want to be, like, body shaming nobody. Yeah, or, like, yeah. There was this one girl who used to be, like, trying to, like, fuck on me and disrespect me. And it's like, but then she'd be wearing, like, these weird skirts. Like, her stomach be leaking out the skirt. How <laughs> your stomach leak out the skirt and you don't want to be talking shit about yeah, people. you gotta like, be humble like, now. You, you can't be overly like self indulgent. That's See, what I'm saying. That's how people do on social media. It could be like a real like yeah. dusty, sloppy looking girl, yeah. and she she gonna talk shit about my BBL. Yeah. It could be a dude who look broken, dusty, like he don't brush his teeth, talking shit about a BBL. So much money out here. If you got money for BBL, go for it. It don't matter. Yeah. If you got money for and it, And that be the it. thing. I don't see why it bother people. Bitch, I didn't ask you to pay for this. Exactly. And you definitely can't hit this. So keep it moving. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, it's just like somebody get a new car or get a new... That's their purchase. Yeah, like, that that's them. But that's you. their life. What does that really have to do with you? Like, that's so weird. Like... Man, this, this world is... 
weird like that. I could never, never really get. It's always it's, something going on. I think people like really be so miserable behind closed doors yeah. that they just sit up and like say anything about just anything make, just to make themselves feel better. Yeah, man. it's like shut the fuck up. Like seek help. Just go get some help. Like damn, it's not. It's really not that hard. But like, gotta remember, not everybody you, not everybody think like you, not everybody relate. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. lives in phases, you know. They could be yeah. living through a bitter phase. Next phase, they could be mm-hmm. a, a more. But that's and ugly. Like, see, that's the thing with me. When I'm going through something, I don't project that onto people. Like, I don't be no nasty person. I don't be weird. Or try to fuck people up to the point yeah. where they become weird. Yeah. And so it's like cause... when people do that, that's what like have me on ten. Like, yeah, I'm about to fuck you up because you on some weird time and like just like live your life the way you want to live like it's not no like when they say bbl is a trend and they be like oh i see people they be like the trend gonna be over next year for who i mean it's not a trend i didn't do this for no man i didn't do this like to impress bitches i did it for me and i'll keep doing it for me yeah so it's like y'all i guess they'll see it like i guess they'll see it like how pamela anderson got her uh, got like you know yeah Yeah. like when she was in baywatch and shit and then everybody wanted to get boobs too from that time but that's the thing like y'all doing this shit because y'all followers like you just do it because you want to do it right i did it because i wanted to do it what what exactly what what augmentation did you have in your process i just had 360 lipo and bbl so like from the front and my whole back and my sides all that fat sucked and then placed in my butt okay that's cool how you feel like you like it yes i love it like i i i had like the hank hill body it was horrible like no ass at all shoulders look big look like a football player so now that like i got all this ass i love it but i want some more there are things i want to tweak and now that i done lay like they do say body dysmorphia is real mm-hmm. um and I, I will admit that it is real but that's why i say like do your healing and like learn you and stuff first before you make decisions because like i do have a look like now that i laid on the table once I know I'm gonna do it again because I know it's some more shit I want to tweak. And personally, I feel like if I can afford it and that's what I want, then I'm gonna do yeah, that. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, so do whatever you want because yeah. like literally, it's just you, just your life. Everybody, it's my life. On the yeah. sex of things, like everybody has their own struggle and everything. You know, like nobody can choose like how they look or whatever. Right. But if you can actually do something about it. You know, why not do it? Like, yeah, we live in those times. That's the main thing. Years yeah. later, like, 100, 500 years, they're going to have some brand new surgeries where yeah. they can do whatever and however. They, everything the becoming so advanced. But yeah. I just feel like, just, yeah, like, if it's going to make you happy, instead of sitting around and complaining, complaining, complaining when it's something that could be changed, then, get, like, get up and change it. Yeah. Instead of just like, you know, not doing nothing. Who wanna like keep hearing that? Or why are you torturing yourself steady complaining, complaining, complaining? When you could change something, like get it get your ass up and fix it. Some people could work out, some people can do this, some mm-hmm. people can do that, and it's just yeah. like, you know. And then like people say that all the time, like, girl, you you could have just went to the gym. Like, shut the hell up. Where what I started with, I was already going to the gym before I got surgery. It would have been like a good seven years before I ended up with the results that I got from surgery from going to the gym yeah. who's doing that no i needed that shit fast so that's why i did what i did they don't have nothing to do with y'all like yeah i'm no. trying to get in the gym i don't know how i'm about to get abs before like, freaking, like <laughs> miami and shit dedication like, just, i mean i'm trying to see how i can switch on my diet like just yesterday and everything i cut out like all like the extra sugary bread mm-hmm. stuff and i'm i'm on a bit of like a fast like a daniel fast and okay. everything where you just eat nothing but fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and i'm like that's what i'm kind of sticking to for just for the, like until like maybe Thanksgiving for, like just twenty one days to kind of check it out yeah and then maybe like really start working out like I don't think I'll be able to do that it's just really just something People really just go like walk in like yeah. you know do cardio thirty minutes like if you're gonna go to the gym okay get on a treadmill or whatever do your cardio for thirty minutes weights everything is weights like when I be in the gym straight weights arms weights legs weights like use weights for everything yeah. um. Yeah, that's just what it is. This is just do what you all got to do to make yourself happy. But, you know, you already passed a one hour uh, threshold and I got to be at work in like 15 minutes. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, I always say thank you, Lauren, for hopping on and everything. Uh-huh. I'll be sure to upload your episode as soon as possible. Um, what are some other uh, uh, gems of advice you want to drop before we go off? Um, gems of advice, I feel like my, my advice will always be to, uh, be you, like be unapologetically you don't, don't apologize for living your life the way you want to live it. 
for being the type of person you are. If you're a good person, though, you don't be, you know, shitty and then think that's okay. But like, just be you and do what the hell make you happy. Find your peace and like, just absorb like the happiness and the, the, the gratefulness of life. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it. Nice. That's it for the Mental Thoughts Podcast 125. We're sewing in and we're sewing out. That's it.